Hey everyone, it's Dario Kristen with AfterBuzz TV. Did you know that TrueCar.com is changing car buying experiences forever? Yes, everyday TrueCar users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Although some features are not available in all states, but it's okay. In the first three months of this year, over 126,000 cars were sold by the TrueCar Certified Dealer Network. TrueCar users save an average of $3,078 off of MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these easy steps. It's just three of them. First, you go to TrueCar.com and find out what other people pay for the car you're looking for. Then register at TrueCar.com to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. The third step is so simple. Just print out your true savings certificate and take it to the TrueCar certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience overall. Remember, everyday TrueCar users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Save time, save your money, and never overpay. Visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com. Largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after show entertainment. From the Afterbuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is Afterbuzz TV's After Show. Is it Hawaiian? <laughs> Is that your best uh, monkey Jungle. Sound? I'm in the jungle. Wow. Okay, so we started with that because pageantry world, it is a jungle out there, folks. <laughs> Welcome, guys, to After Buzz TV. I'm Susie Castillo and my co-host, Shani Finnessy. And today we're talking, of course, about Game of Thrones. It's episode Game of three. Crowns. Oh, Game of Crowns. Just as dangerous, though. Just as dangerous. Somebody may or may not die this season <laughs> on Game of Crowns. But so much went down this episode. Um, so let's get right let's into it, Let's dive right in. Now, where we left it last time, we saw Lynn uh, having a little bit of um, a conflict. With Leah and Vanessa and Shelly. We did. Real quick, though, before we get into it, Austin Ride is here. And for those of you who... Oh, go ahead. We have a guest, if anyone... And we will definitely pick your brain up the wazoo in a bit, but this Mm -hmm. is Austin Ride. The reason that he is here, he's a pageant makeup guru in in the whole pageant world and well sought out because of his makeup technique. Um, and skill, and he literally, I mean, your transformation pictures from, like, before and after, it's like, she had three eyes before, and now she's, like, <laughs> amazing. I Helen's- have some that I, I can't post. Oh, hilarious. Oh. I just, just because for the girls' well-being, it's probably not a good idea for me to post it. <laughs> the befores, you mean? Yeah, the befores. I, I think it might hurt their feelings if I posted it. So. But yeah. I wish I could, because those are the best ones. Yeah, I've right. been seeing the transformation. Yeah. And so we want to pick your brain in a little bit, because not only are you this, um, all the, the brains around the beauty in the pageant mm-hmm. world, but you also were part of most of the filming um, of Game of Crowns. You were yeah. helping do the makeup and around all the girls and around all the, the pageant chaos and drama. So we definitely will oh, pick yeah. your brain. Yes. But let's first jump into the whole Lynn, Leah debacle and what happened. And where we left it last time was that uh, Lynn had sort of thrown under the bus Vanessa and Shelley. So right. Leah 
went to go talk to the two girls. Mm-hmm. And I have to say that I was actually really, 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 really impressed that Shelly immediately went into apologizing for hurting Leah. Um, I mean, we all have been there before. We hurt someone's feelings mm-hmm. unintentionally. And she didn't actually even, if you watched how Shelly, she just sort of agreed to what was happening and what they were right. saying. She didn't actually come up with her own thoughts and ideas. But the fact that she immediately went into apologize, I just really respected that. Yeah. No, I agree. It's always great when somebody kind of owns up and apologizes. Um, you know, it kind of bothered me that uh, that Lynn didn't come across as sincere in this episode to me when she apologized to Leah. Oh, you're talking about Shelly? Uh, no, no. I thought Shelly was fantastic. I thought she did a great job. You thought who didn't seem? Leah. When Leah confronted... Um, Vanessa and Shelly. Well, when Leah confronted Lynn last episode mm-hmm. at the cafe, they had their big fight. They had their moment. Um, Leah left. Nothing got resolved from there. Um, Lynn apologized, but it didn't come across as sincere to me when that happened. And then, um, once again, Shelly confronted now Lynn and talked to her at the Mm -hmm. eyeglass shop about, uh, that whole situation. And again, she just didn't seem sincere to me. Austin, did you work with her? Like, who, Closely uh, with, Lynn? with Lynn. She's actually a, a longtime client of mine and a good friend. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I'm like, I don't know if this is, yeah. <laughs> if it's reality TV, the way things get cut and the way it's produced. I, I mean, we know that a lot of we we know a lot of people on reality TV, and yeah. so often they're like, it's not really reality. So mm-hmm. it's hard to. To really get a sense of what these women yeah. are like. You know what, though? Before you answer that, I have to say that I have definitely been guilty of being in a position where if someone says, did you say this? Mm. And I feel guilty. and or I am guilty of it. And instead of just, like, it's, it's almost like you want to, like, well, it wasn't just me. It was her, too. And you want to, like, right. point the fingers. And yeah. it almost takes, like, a very humble approach Um to be able to not throw anyone else under the bus and completely own up to something at times. Sure. Full accountability. Yeah. Yeah. And what I are don't your thoughts? think she did that. But again, you know her. So the episode is from a week ago for us because we just watched it. So I'm yeah. trying to remember exactly how it went down when she was in her store, her uh, optics eyewear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But from what I remember, and I'm not defending her because I'm close with her, I'm pretty good at being unbiased. I think Lynn is a very genuine person. Um, she is a little eccentric, and she likes her blue hair, and she's fun and kind of crazy in a good way, but um, I've never found her in the couple years that I've worked with her to be insincere. Mm-hmm. So I remember it as her taking full accountability and saying, I did do that, and I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But I watched it a week ago. You know, I'm glad that you just touched on her blue hair, because last uh, After Buzz TV was the first time that I had seen her, and it was yeah. shocking to see a woman who... You know, once we become, like, mature women, to have blue hair and to be that eccentric. Um, I now, and tell me if you feel the same way, I'm kind of, like, getting her vibe and I'm used. Because, like, even in the pageant that we watched in tonight's episode with Miss New England State Pageant, and she had this, like, bright pink dress on, whereas now I'm like, oh, I'm getting it. Like, that's her style. It's her thing. It's, yeah. like, it is, like, how one of the girls said, like, the the Barbie and I, I'm starting to yeah. understand her vibe and her personality. She, um... It's funny. I have all these clients, and you guys probably can relate as pageant coaches, and you've been in the industry for a while. 
I have all these clients that will send me pictures of a celebrity and they say, I want to look just like this. Mm -hmm. This is what I want my makeup to look like. Lynn is the only person that sends me pictures of Barbies. You know how they have like different Barbies? Okay, Lynn this makes sends a lot me of like sense. I want to be Grecian Barbie. I want to be exotic Barbie. Like she sends that me pictures of Barbies. Okay. She's just like really really fun and she loves Barbies and she says she wants to be Barbie and like in a good way, not in a crazy way. Yeah. Like she's a great mom, a great wife and actually really really smart. She's a lawyer. She um, owns a huge eyewear company and mm -hmm. I myself have known of Optics Eyewear for a while. And I just recently went to Rhode Island about two weeks ago, and I didn't realize how big it was. And it's I huge. I'm from Massachusetts. I've seen it oh, you've all been over. There? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, so, yeah. yeah. It, and the actual store is actually really big and really mm -hmm. nice, and it's connected to her husband's business because he is an eye surgeon. So it is really, really a big deal. And um, mm -hmm. I think if people got to see that on the show, they'd probably see her a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All they're seeing right now is the blue hair and the yeah. Barbie and the sure. fun. And so they well, kind of think that they can't take And unfortunately, right. that is kind of what you sign up for when you go on reality shows. Absolutely. That yeah. they have a very specific genre that they're looking for. They yeah. want high drama, what we see as stereotypical pageant girls that are competitive and backstabbing and catty mm. and yep. fake. And Are they friends in real life? Like, were they friends prior, or was this something that... All six? Yeah. Um, I wonder... I don't want to get in trouble for saying certain things, but, sure. I mean, I don't think I signed contracts with Bravo. That <laughs> would get me in trouble with that. Um, a couple of them... I think they all knew each other. I know that for sure. Or yeah. knew of um, each other. Yeah, or knew of each other. I know that Leah and um, Lynn actually live, like, maybe streets apart in the same town, and they had known each other. I don't know if you remember seeing the first episode, but... Um, Leah was competing in Rhode Island, USA mm -hmm. at the same time that Lynn was hosting it because she was a former Miss Rhode Island, USA. Ah. So they hadn't kind of known each other. And then when the show got created and they were mm -hmm. all cast, they all became closer friends. Gotcha. And that's how reality shows normally are is they'll find like two or three friends and then they need a larger ensemble. Right. And so then they look for like all the other different elements, whether it's like drama or yeah. whatever it is to yeah. put it together. Well, Austin, as somebody who's been around the pageant world for so long, do you think that the show is like a good representation of the pageant world because you I mean you know and mm -hmm. I mean Shandy and I are Shandy's one of my best friends you know my best friends on this planet a lot of them are pageant girls yeah. that I've met and there's such a strong positive sisterhood and I feel like this show does the opposite of that it was it's really hard for me to like root for the show but okay. it's fun to watch it's fun to watch <laughs> I, I get that 110% you know? and um when you ask if it's a good representation, do you mean accurate or positive? Both. Accurate. Okay. For I think, me, yes, it's accurate, and no, it's not positive. I think it shows the side of pageantry that, I mean, you guys do know all the positive, happy people, but you guys have been in the industry long enough to know mm -hmm. there are the yeah. people who are negative, Maybe and there it's... are antics like that that go down. Yeah. I, yeah. I know of, you know, personal stories because we have so many mutual friends. I know for a fact you guys have come in contact with, you know, those yeah. negative... The wackadoodles sure. that I call. But not, Everyone not knows one or two. There are one okay. or two out there. So I don't mean all girls. Last week when you means. said that, that, that was something that struck home for me yeah. because... I don't think they're all no. wackadoodles. No, and I don't even think 90% are. And right. by the way, the, usually the percentages that are aren't actually pageant girls. They're the Correct. people that are in the pageant world. It's the uber fans. It's mm -hmm. the um, makeup artists. stylists. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's but the makeup artists. You know, I have met many. It's the people that are usually connected to the world mm -hmm. or even like parents of pageant people. Usually, if a girl's in a pageant for the right reasons, I think that she... I. It's rare to meet one that is you know, crazy or weird totally or whatever. Um, it's usually the people that are affiliated to it and are around it. And being that we are business owners with pageantology, 
you know, we have to come in contact every day with people around the pageant Good world. and bad. Yeah. Sure. Um, let me ask and you And I've never that. had a bad experience. I don't know if you have, but in an actual competition, I've never had an experience. Like, the I kind of stuff either. that goes on on this show while they're totally. competing. I've heard of it. That's never happened to me. I've but heard you guys of it. won your, I mean, you have done teen. I know you didn't do teen, right? But you guys have competed in enough pageants that you, you know, might have experienced that. But you guys also finished pageants pretty soon, I think, because didn't you win Miss USA when you were a lot younger? No, obviously? I was 26. Okay, so you're at the, the top of your age group, but I do feel like things are changing. I mean, girls yeah. are getting a little bit, I don't know if it's angrier or more competitive or mm. nastier. And mm. I see, here's the thing that I was going to tell you, and I don't know if you You know guys... what, it, let me comment on that. It may actually be, because now with social media, that they're, because, mm-hmm. I mean, I was lucky ah. if I knew what the internet was. You can hide behind <laughs> um, this. You can. you can hide behind it, and so you can true. bash each other on Twitter and Facebook and... Message boards. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Um, what I was going to tell you guys, because you guys, you are married and you are not, but you guys haven't done Mrs. Pageants. Um, I have been heavily involved in Mrs. Pageants since I was younger. I grew up around Mrs. Pageants. My mom has done a lot of Mrs. Pageants. And uh, my parents met through pageantry. So I go like, I mean, there's like decades of pageants in my family. Yeah. Mrs. Pageants are crazy. Like there's a reason why they cast the show with Mrs. Contestants. Because it is a whole different ball field uh, or ball game than... You that know, makes me pageantry. sad that you say that because I gotcha. always tell Susie that the Mrs. Pageants usually have the best prize packages. And I was telling Susie that, like, <laughs> I'm like, are you trying to convince me to do a pageant? I'm <laughs> like, I'm done. I'm, listen, Austin, Miss USA was, do- I'm done. I'm like, I'm, I'm quitting while I'm ahead. <laughs> but one, not of, going back. <laughs> one of the, the Mrs. Pageants back in the day was giving away, like, a condo in Mexico and a, a cigarette car. boat and a car and all this stuff. And I'm like, Susie, go under. I'll split a boat. Let me ask you this, though. So you are friends with, Lee, uh, with Lynn. Leah said a quote in tonight's show, and I just want to see what your thoughts are on that. Leah said, Lynn seems to be the person that is always, um, I can't read my own handwriting. Oh, Shandy. Oh, (laughs) I'm sorry. Lynn seems to be the person that is always uh, saying that she's the victim, Mm -hmm. yet at the same time, she seems to always be the one who's starting the drama. Mm Mm-hmm. So, and I know it's going to be hard because she is a friend of yours. No, but no, no. But what do you here's think the thing: I really, um, being around pageants for such a long time, I'm good at being unbiased with my opinions because I watch girls that I'm close with compete, mm-hmm. and I have to step back and you know say w- whether I think she's going to do well or not, and try not to be biased. I don't like to be right. biased. I could walk up there and say, "Oh, my girl's going to win every time," but right. that's not an accurate, you know, per- perception. Sure. So, Lynn is the nicest person I've probably ever met. She would give you the shirt off her back, and I. I don't think she causes drama, but I think she's almost too nice. So she gets involved in the drama because uh, maybe she doesn't protect herself enough. Mm-hmm. She and Leah were actually really good friends, and she did a lot of really nice things for Leah leading up to Mrs. America that people behind the camera wouldn't know about. Mm-hmm. Um, and she really stuck her neck out there for Leah. And I don't know if they showed it in this episode or the next one, but um, she really was one of the only ones supporting Leah going into Mrs. America. Mm. And after Mrs. America that day, I was there the whole time, I didn't know the story had changed. I thought that the death threat story was that what was told from that night on. I never knew that it came out a week later. That's the story I knew, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to go into detail. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So you, Austin well, knows more than what speaking we saw. Of, well, speaking of the death threat, did he say that, or was she just sort of overreactive? So I wasn't sitting there. I was behind all the chairs in the back of the room. But that night, that's what I was told. Right. So Who told that's you that? Right. Lynn told you that? We said it. Lynn, we saw it on, on the show. If not, um, all of them kind of agreed. 
Yeah. My recollection of that night, and I saw both Leah, her husband, and the other women that night, was that that was the story. Like, that's what we were told. And I never knew otherwise until watching the show and mm-hmm. saw that they didn't know about the death threat towards Lynn until a week later. Gotcha. So that's why I, I was a little surprised, and I said to myself, like, I thought that was the story the whole time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So In terms of Leah and... Um, and Lynn's relationship. I mean, Leah, when she confronted her at the coffee shop, she was in tears. You can tell that they were really, yeah. you know, that they were good friends, A. And B, obviously, that Leah was really hurt by her comments. And, you know, we were talking about accountability a, a little while ago. And um, L- Lynn, at no point, did she really, did she fight for the friendship, A. And B, I didn't think that she really took accountability because what she did instead was throw uh, everybody else under the bus. And they were like, they were calling you a 40-footer, which I've never heard of before. And (laughs) And, um, and manvestite. And a manvestite and and all this stuff. And I'm like, this is supposed to be like a good friend of yours. Why would you? She's confronting you about something that you said. Why don't you just let her? Why don't you? apologize for but hurting think, your friend and then and then let her deal with the other girls. I you think know? that goes back to, though, where we've all been in a situation where we don't want to be guilty and it's like, he did, he did, and yeah. you point fingers to yeah. diffuse your own responsibility. Um, and it takes a bigger person, really. And that's why I said last mm. time, I hope that, because we've all been in situations, I think, uh, of opportunity for growth where when you get confronted enough on something, then all of a sudden it forces you to take a look at yourself and to go, there's a change I need to make. Yeah. And and it forces you to to grow and to expand. Otherwise, you just keep brushing under the rug and hiding it. Right. So I'm hoping that in the future episodes that maybe Lynn, because now Lynn has seen how Vanessa and Shelley have apologized. So maybe she's, you know, kind of learning of like, it, it's okay to make mistakes, but you have to learn from them and change and grow mm-hmm. and well, we'll see. I mean, I'm curious to see if yeah. down the road, as the as the season progresses, mm-hmm. if that friendship will be mended. I wonder if part of um, that meeting at that cafe or whatnot mm-hmm. was maybe it didn't seem genuine because we both know in reality TV, maybe the events occurring aren't fake, but a lot of the locations are set up. So I know in a lot of reality TV that I've worked with, they say, today we're going to meet here. So oh, maybe 100%. they told those two women this is what we're filming today. You guys are going to meet here. Yep. And maybe at that point, the friendship was already over, and maybe that's why it didn't seem sincere. Because oh. it seemed a lot like just going back and oh. forth, reviewing what had happened, and sure. not necessarily trying to work it out. That's a really good point. That is a good point. Very good point. I wanted to ask you, too. How did you feel about the fact that, um, I'm saying it wrong, Vanessa? Van- Vanessa. Van- Vanessa. 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 This whole time, I'm like, it's Vanessa. Vanessa called Leah a 40-footer. You did her makeup. For the yeah. Mrs. America. Well, I will say the entire time I was there, they all said, you know, this is the most beautiful she's ever looked. And I can be pretty critical, I think. That's not one of my, you know, strong points is yeah. being positive all the time. But I never once saw Leah as not pretty or masculine. I always, and maybe that's because of a makeup artist point of view. She has really strong features. And I was like, this is awesome. Like, I right. get to do a face that's really, really great, strong features. But I thought she looked really pretty every time I see, yeah. and I'm not patting myself on yeah. the back, but every time I see her on TV from Mrs. America, I was like, wow, she looks really good. I think she's a pretty girl in general. And you know this what? Episode we I have been very called a man before because I'm 5'11 and a half and I'm wide shoulders. So I think that, you know, a way to tear people. I was just talking to my boyfriend the other day and I was like, I remember as a kid, like my ears were so small, people made fun of them. People made fun of my shoulder for being so big. Like, and all these little things that my toes are like super long and people are always like, they're as long as my fingers. 
And I think people just want to mm-hmm. try and cut you down over something. Always. And so Everybody gets if you're really tall, yeah. if you're really tall and, and bigger bone, then you're a man. Mm-hmm. Um, so even like on by, Real, by the way. Real Housewives, Leanne, they call her Lee Man on Real who's, Housewives. Who's Leanne? Leanne on Real Housewives. They call her Lee Man because she's really tall. So I'm like, I feel you, girl. Well, moving on to another relationship, um, Vanessa and Brian. I gotta say, I they might be that my favorite relationship and favorite married couple. Um, she's a breast cancer survivor, and when he married her, they obviously exchanged rings. But then he gave her daughter a ring too. I thought that was really That's sweet. Um, and I love that when she was debating whether or not to compete in the Mrs. New England State Pageant, he said to her, in quotes. Whatever it takes. You need a new dress, we'll get you a new dress. You need a new pair of shoes, we'll get you a new pair of shoes. Um, I just love that he was so supportive of her for the right reasons. He wanted her to enter to show people, like, yes, you may have had breast cancer, but, like, you can be just as strong as everybody else. Yeah. And Mad then, props to her for competing still in pageants while going through something so traumatizing like yeah. that. That's awesome. And then I know that we gave a hard time to uh, Bella and Susanna last week because of the way Susanna was raising Bella to be. Um but I love that how Vanessa told her daughter, um, confidence matters way more than if you're a size double zero. And, and that was, the mom was like, or that's what the daughter said to the mom when she was debating. She's like, I'm not going to be in shape. I don't know. She's like, what did you tell me? Confidence matters more than if you're a size double zero. And I was like, yeah. oh, mm-hmm. that's amazing. So they, I just, I'm so, I, I really like Vanessa and Brian. And then... The pageant happens, and I was like, "Oh, Vanessa, can she do it? Can she win?" But before she can be homegirl, can be really nasty sometimes, huh? We yeah. saw so many parts. You know what? Every time I've seen Vanessa and had interaction with her, which is, I'd say, quite a bit. Yeah, I was there for a lot of the filming. She's very, very nice. Yeah. Um, but I also think that out of all the women on the show, some weren't prepared for what they signed up for, mm. and I think you can see that. And I think it's been edited to enhance that. And then I think there's women like Vanessa who she knew what she was signing up for and she's yep. working it. And she's gotten a lot of press over it yeah. compared to the other women. She's sure. been on Watch What Happens Live with Andy. And yep. I think she's doing what she needs to do for a reality show. I would imagine right. that all the girls, though, are probably really nice if you meet them. Is there anyone that was like, or do you want to share if there was anyone that was like maybe not <clears throat> so nice? Well, it's funny because as an outsider, I've watched the entire time from beginning to end where at the beginning in Tucson, the form... Uh, the groups of friends were totally different. Like, Susanna was kind of an outsider, and Vanessa and all the other women were really close. And now towards the end of the season, um, and now in real life after the season, that's not the case at all. It's Susanna, Leah, or Susanna, Lorianne, and um, Lynn, who are really close, and the other three aren't. When Mm -hmm. we filmed um, the opening of the show and all the credits and everything, we were in New York, and they had to separate the six women, three and three, with a producer in between the two rooms so that no one would talk. And wow. they would bring you in, the th- three would bring in, uh, get brought in, and the other three would get brought in at, like, separate times to film. Who wants to live that way? <laughs> Not oh, me. And I wish they would all just get along. They're all, I'll say this, no matter what drama has happened, they're all really good moms, they're all really good wives, they all have really supportive husbands, and they all have really nice kids. So yeah. it's kind of sad. I, it kind of makes me sick to my stomach watching the episodes because I'm seeing these people that I don't have any hard feelings towards yeah. and they've been really nice to me and I've seen I think their true colors mm. and um, they're being edited and shown in a way that's not real. Well let me ask you this how do you feel about the parents making the choice to allow their children to be on a reality TV show? Um, you know I can't speak because I don't have kids and that's what I was frustrated with about last week. By all means the six women who are on the show they signed up for it mm-hmm. whether they were prepared for it or not and you guys I think 
I mean, say whatever you want to say about them. I'm one of the most opinionated people you're going to come across, and I would do the same. The thing I had a hard time with was you guys sharing your opinions about a seven-year-old and a 12-year-old. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, because they maybe had a choice when their mom asked them, but what seven-year-old is going to say, no, no I don't want to yeah. be on TV? Like, that sure. sounds like so much fun, and mm -hmm. they loved it. And Bella's fun. I mean, she's a little crazy, but, like, I was probably that way. I think I gave my parents a really hard time. I was a pain in the butt for a yeah. few years. Um, and so sometimes I think there's nothing you can do. There was a part where Susanna said, you know, what are you going to do about it? I can't control her. And although She also fed her, like, a cup full of sugar. First. Agreed, agreed. <laughs> and if I had kids, I think I might parent differently than some of the women on the show. But at the end of the day, I do know as it, um, I'm only 22, and so it wasn't that long ago that I was living with my parents. And I remember that sometimes there really was not anything my parents could yeah. do about the way I behaved. No, you're absolutely right on that. And the sad, I don't, we don't have children yet either. Um, and the sad thing is that in the reality, kids don't come with manuals. So right. you don't know how to raise them. And it's truly like a science experiment where every day you're like, I'll try this. What happened? Okay, they still have their fingers and yeah. toes. Now I'll try this. Mm -hmm. um, and we did come across harsh on Bella, which by all means we didn't mean that. But we just saw parenting styles, the way that that episode was edited, that showed we felt um, like the priorities were out of whack, where the yeah. emphasis was put on to be successful, her song was saying to be successful the song, while you sleep. The like song, a, a I man was literally just puts like two hundred dollars or two thousand dollars in your bank account, and it was like, I just know that we all are mostly based on we are who we are today because yeah. of how our parents raised us and all the little mm -hmm. thoughts they put in our head along the way. Totally. And I would hate for this little girl to grow up thinking, well, that's money is important. success. Yeah, and 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 I need to have a man with money, and that's who I'm going to have to marry. And. Yeah. Um, and the introducing her as like the most famous little girl. So in I agree with you on Rhode the song. Island. That's the stuff that bothered me though. And, but, here's and the that's thing. all we saw. That was like my right. our first introduction. You know. Into and I want to say like I've never hung out with you guys. You know, for an extended amount of time. I've seen you here and there at pageants, and I've yeah. known of you, and we've known each mm -hmm. other. I think via Facebook or something like that, Twitter, mm -hmm. and mutual friends for a while. I've never had any ill feelings towards you guys. I've always been huge supporters and big fans, and we have mutual friends, and they say great things about you guys. Um, so when I saw that, I was really disappointed because some of the things that were said about Bella were kind of like, you know, I'm Hurtful, opinionated and yeah. I'll say some big opinions and bold stuff on Facebook or social media, but uh -huh. I wouldn't go that far as saying things about a seven-year-old. The song, I agree with, maybe the lyrics of the song aren't what you would want to teach your, mm -hmm. your daughter. But what frustrated me a little bit was the comments about the pinky out and yes. um, things that, I mean, I don't know, you guys don't have kids, but I have like a little sister and... Little girls enjoy having, like, a tea party. Like, my sister's totally. birthday yeah. party was a tea party, and they enjoy putting their pinky out and talking in a British accent. Yeah. And you guys kind of got that, angry yeah. about them talking in a British accent. And I, uh, yeah, no, no. It was, for me, it was, those comments were more about the parents. It was more for me about Susanna. Because <laughs> she yeah. was teaching her to, to be that way. And it's one thing to do it, like, when you're just playing around as kids, you know? Right. I mean, I had tea parties when I was a little girl, too. But I, I think feel that's like what every, they were doing, right? Um, I think I, Susanna made a comment where she was like, we're she teaching said, her class. We're teaching her how to be fancy. And then it was like cut to that, the song and, and the fashion show and stuff. Right. And it was like a whole montage of Susanna emphasizing, in my opinion, just the wrong things. 
to her Which, daughter. again, I mean, yeah. what's of course more it's edited? Yeah, because what's more interesting for the viewer? Sure. Showing the whole thing of how it happened and how she's right. this good mom, and maybe they were having fun with the song, and they're like, let's just get sassy and whatever. And mm-hmm. what's more interesting to the viewer, watching that or being like, no, yeah. let's edit her to be right. like this crazy little child who lives off of sugar. And so I think it was it was all of that. And then, you know, watching like what appeared to be spoonful after spoonful after spoonful of sugar, which right. again, that's probably editing as well. Who knows? Or, or not. I mean, I've seen parents who allow their kids to have lots of sugar. Oh, yeah. That's true. I'm not going to pass judgment. And if you saw how kids. much sugar I used to put on my cereal, like, I'm surprised <laughs> I even made it this age. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just, um, I, I, I just have to, the thing that just resonated with this this episode was the fact that Vanessa, the way that she was raising, and, and how at least her daughter has been edited. Right. Of, um, you know, you taught me all this confidence. I want you to do the same, Mom. Like, you get no, up on stage. That was great. That was awesome. Yeah. yeah. And at the end of the day, that side, and that's the thing is, at the end of the day, we've all seen so many pageant shows. We've seen Toddlers and Tiaras and Honey Boo Boo, and we've seen all of these. What everyone expects pageants to be, can't there just be a pageant show where it's a true representation of the girls who? commit every single day to try to win that title and then win right. it and what they do with the title and how they impact people's lives mm-hmm. and they truly genuinely care and they try to leave a, a good footprint in the world and their thumb mark on things and can we uh, can we get that i mean it's still going to be I entertaining i totally agree with you and um, my mom just posted a status about this whole thing maybe a couple days after my post mm-hmm. and she said literally the exact same thing you said and we need to stop tearing other women down and build each other up and I totally agree with that 100%. Yeah. I well, felt that in last week's After mm-hmm. Buzz episode, um, you guys weren't, and like I said, I have nothing against you, but my feelings yeah. towards that episode were that you guys weren't doing that as examples. Sure. Yeah. You guys weren't being truthfully, examples though, of building people up. You're right. But truthfully, watching a show like that, and then if we came in here, we're like, we wish they were different. No, no. It's going to be I'm, boring. Like I, said, <laughs> I, I, I agree. I, I'm opinionated. I will say yeah. it how it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I went in there watching the first show. That first episode that I saw, which was actually the second Game of Crowns episode, and um, I was expecting to see something different. But in today's climate of reality TV, I don't know why I thought you that I was gonna. That? I but I expected to see something a lot better than what I did. And the, I remember we were watching it, and I kind of sat back and I said to Shani, "I'm like, I don't think I have anything good to say about this." It's Bravo, though. Show. I, mean, I agree yeah. with you. Sure, but I the, knew but that it leading is what up it to is. it. AfterBuzz TV is about opinions. We're here to, I mean, there are some AfterBuzz shows where people really get into it, you know? Yeah. And, and, and you know and, what? It's, I think it's also just the evolution of reality TV. Because if you look at even, like, scary movies right. 50 years ago, it was like, duh, duh, sure. duh. And you would lead up to, like, seeing a shadow eventually. And now scary TV is, like, 20 people Guts being murdered and in the first 30 seconds. Yeah. And, and so reality TV used to be, like, Jessica and Nick and they were talking oh. about canned tuna. And oh, is it chicken or is it days. tuna? The good old days of <laughs> reality TV. And <laughs> now it's like, no, TV. we need to have like tables flipped over, people yeah. getting drunk, backstabbing each other. And it's just, and you know, we we come from a place where we are so grateful for our pageant experience. We made it who we are today and all of the opportunities that we have are because of Touring being Miss USA. Mm-hmm. And so when we see something that's just um, a disgrace at times to pageants, it almost makes me sick of oh, like, I, I, I just don't want to, you know, but then again, we're still watching it and talking about it. That's so. true. We but are here. Are we m- not? My thought on that, um, along with my mother's post on Facebook about this, where she was saying the exact same thing as you, uh-huh. she made a reference to Duck Dynasty being one of the most successful reality shows of all time. And it's so all true. positivity. So and true. And so she was making a plea for someone to create a reality show 
whether they recast Game of Crowns for a positive spin. Mm -hmm. And they show women in pageantry doing positive things because if they do it right, it will get the viewers. But I think the drama is a safe bet. Either way, it's going to get the viewers. We got to do something about this, Austin. Amen, Austin. We got to turn this whole thing around. By the way, guys. Dynasty meets Game of Crowns. (laughs) (laughs) Bring it. Real quick, I want to let you guys know if you're watching on iTunes, please tell a friend, like us, leave us a comment as well. Um, the the next topic that I want to get into you were you at the Miss New England? I wasn't. State. I only made a couple uh, trips to Rhode Island uh-huh. and that area, and then the rest of the times I saw them were like in Arizona. Okay, or so if LA. you weren't at the pageant, have you ever seen in person a Cuccini? I haven't, and I've never heard of one. I know of um, <laughs> thank you. I know of <laughs> duct tape. I know of like a liner. I know a lot of things, but not, I mean, not a Cuccini. Okay, we've got the chicken cutlets in pageantry, okay. right? We got the butt glue. But the Cuccini thing was was new for me too. I'm like, hey, why? It works. I but then it's pink but, glittery. I'm like, isn't it gonna look like you haven't groomed the garden? <laughs> I don't know. Like it's gonna create a big dark shadow. Maybe Cuccini. that was really bizarre. But I do have to say, so at the Miss New England State Pageant, they asked each girl apparently because it was written down and then announced as she came out on stage. What's the best piece of advice you ever received? So. I ask you, Susie, <gasps> what's the best piece of advice you've ever received? Oh, the best piece of advice for competition? Like, before I can No, just it? in life. Oh, Lord. In life, what is the best piece of advice you've ever received? Um, you know, it's... In high school, I read a quote, and I suppose this could be advice as well, although the author didn't tell me to my face. <laughs> but, um, it's... It's... Nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice. Mm. And I love that quote. And um, it, I don't know, it's like it, it, it's something that I've always tried to, to live by. Although I didn't do it last week on the After Buzz <laughs> TV show. But you know what, that's, like you said, it's opinions and sometimes you're not going to make people happy. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the best piece of advice you've ever received? Um, I've received a lot, and as much as I fight with my parents, because we're very similar, <laughs> um, there's one thing that I always remember my mom saying to me, and it's remember who you are. And yeah. with that, sometimes I know that I'm not going to be the popular person, or I'm not going to be the person that people like, and I may say things that people don't like, but I'm always going to remember who I am. That's nice. Ron would be either, like, always kind of present yourself the best, look your best because you never know who you're going to meet oh. um, or always have a fresh pair of underwear on because you never know <laughs> if you're going to have to go to the hospital that day and they're going to have to cut them off and be like dang girl oh, is well, that a thing though to wear off. dirty underwear because I've <laughs> never done that <laughs> it goes with the Cuccini Cuccini's dirty underwear that's you right. take your pick that's what the Cuccini could work for if you're if you have dirty underwear Hilarious. camping it could be a camping thing I think though it just goes on like the front area it's for camel toe, right? Yeah. It is for camel toe. So, I mean, I've never done a pageant, but I've been around enough duct tape, I've heard. Like so a I have a camel toe, oh, toe she's story. Got a, this is such an awesome story. <laughs> I competed in a pageant. The girl's name will be left unknown. <laughs> and for some reason, I don't know if there's lighting or what, but some girls didn't have the proper lining on their suit. Oh, gosh. And I've you can see, before. like, a lot of camel toe. So most girls were taking uh, cotton swabs and kind of spreading them out and putting them down there. I've never heard of that one. (laughs) They were just putting them down there so it created like a little pad, a little pillow down there. So it just looked like one area. Well, one girl who was determined to win, instead of that, she actually glued her sides together. She glued them together. Imagine that. Because she said she didn't want like the puffiness. 
of like the, 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 the cotton cotton in there. So she glued herself together. When I heard that, I was like, give the girl the crown. Give her the crown because she is not going to pee right for weeks. That is determination. <laughs> no idea. I know. How do you get? No, I guess that was real? buck glue. Did she, did she use buck glue? I have no idea. I mean, I doubt it was like crazy I mean, glue. Buck glue is or water she's soluble. still together. <laughs> oh my I hope gosh. not. No idea, but she glued herself together. So wow, you see all sorts made a of stuff to celibacy. Yeah, right. Seriously, you see all sorts of stuff in pageants. That is traumatizing. I saw a girl one time coat her entire midsection and lower and upper thighs with um, preparation, preparation H, H oh, and then sure. wrapped cellophane. herself in cellophane and slept in it because she's like, oh, you lose. Like, I don't think that works. Do they? I think that's like a no, huge urban legend. I feel like I've heard you say that before somewhere. Probably. Okay. I heard it back when I competed in the Miss America days. Okay. Um, there was a girl who would do that. And when I competed at Teen USA, my roommate, she did that to her really? thighs. Are you serious? Every single night. I mean, it's I use it for makeup. It takes down swelling. So oh. maybe. Like water weight. Yeah. So interesting. I would never I wrap myself in silhouette. Well, unless I was having fun with the hubby. No, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I don't have a hubby. I have a boyfriend. your sex life out of <laughs> the after show shall we but no I wouldn't uh, coat myself in preparation H that's just really like how about that's we that's a go- lot of preparation H because those bottles are like that big and it's like how about you go to the gym and walk on the treadmill there's a novel idea like or maybe take a water pill right yeah <laughs> anything yeah. anything except for that it's crazy yeah. well guys I think that is all for today I have to say I want to end with this because I think this was like the quote of the evening on this episode this was an awesome quote <laughs> we were like can you say this on TV can you say I don't even if we can say it on After Buzz TV. We but can. I, we can. We We're can say anything. It. We got the go-ahead. So, here Full goes. Full steam ahead, Sue. Um, all right. So, um, Lynn said, when she was talking about uh, Van- Van- Vanessa. Vanessa. Vanessa and Leah, she said... These two were in a fight a little while ago, and now the two of them are closer than two balls hanging out beneath a dick. I have never heard that. That's what she said. <laughs> I was like... I wanted to high-five her, because that's kind of amazing. I was like, rewind that. that. Did we hear Wait, that? Wait, Lynn said that? Yes, Lynn, Lynn is the that. funniest. She says stuff like that all the time. That's we actually hilarious. rewound it to listen to it again, because I'm like, wait, did she just... Oh, my gosh, that's she just compare them you to balls under TV? a penis? She yeah. did. Wow, I didn't know you could say that last they were word on, on TV. I bet they're sweaty. That's what we said. They're sweaty friends. Sweaty balls. Oh, my gosh. Too much. Austin, thank you so much for thank being for a guest yeah, on the show. So Love having the insider view of, of Game of Thrones. Austin, tell everybody where they can find you on Twitter, please. Um, Twitter, Instagram, real Austin Ride, R-Y-D-E. Love it if you'd go follow me. Yeah, absolutely. And you can find me at Susie Castillo. And Shandy Finnessy. Yay! That's it, guys. We'll see you next week for another fabulous episode of the After Show of Game of Crowns. We'll see you guys then. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.